As she burst out of the double glass doors of her former job, Lillian Jones took a deep breath. Freedom. She floated on waves of adrenaline mixed with righteous indignation and self-satisfaction as she turned right and practically skipped down the sidewalk. She had gotten immense gratification from watching her mean, spiteful little boss's mouth drop open when she finally told him what a miserable little cunt he was. The collective gasp from the secretary and the people in the waiting room as she had thrown his office door open and declared, I quit, had been delicious. No one had the right to treat her that way, and she had finally stood up to it. She made her way briskly down the street, savoring her triumph. Breathing in the fresh morning air, she smiled at the birds chirping in the trees along the sidewalk. Everything seemed brighter. The world was a better place. She was so jazzed from the liberating experience that she almost missed the stairs down to the metro. She pivoted on the balls of her feet and headed back for them, but paused at the top, deciding that it might be better to walk. She had enough jittery energy to walk a hundred blocks, and she only had to walk twenty to get home. She pulled her shoulder-length brunette hair into a ponytail as she walked to keep it from blowing into her face. She didn't mind walking home. Her lean physique was a product of her daily runs. Her black heels click-click-clicked on the sidewalk at a brisk pace. She almost knocked them off and ran home, but thought better of it when she remembered the broken beer bottles that habitually littered the sidewalks in her neighborhood. Her neighborhood. That thought edged into her elation, threatening to poison it with reality. She pushed it out, deciding to reflect upon her newfound freedom instead. That pathetic Mr. Brown would never dictate her life again. Mr. Brown, she scoffed mentally, a dull, boring name to match his dull, boring office and the dull, boring work he'd insisted she do. The short, balding, chubby man was an accountant, and Lillian had been one of his office assistants. The last two months had been hell, working in that dingy little office with ancient brown carpet and computers from the 90s. Mr. Brown, while at first jovial and pleasant during her interview, had turned out to be a tyrant. He'd reprimanded her for arriving seven minutes late one time. Seven minutes! After that, he always made a comment, even if she was just five minutes late. And he was constantly finding mistakes in her work, to the point where she felt like he enjoyed making her feel stupid. Not only that, he assigned her to the most boring tasks— filing, sorting, reports, all while Sally, the middle-aged housewife from the 50s secretary, smirked at her and kissed Mr. Brown's ass, secretly reveling in every inadequacy he pointed out in Lillian. Well, they could live happily ever after, forever now, in their dingy little cave for all Lillian cared. Somewhere in the back of her mind, ghosts of doubts started to form, but she pushed them aside. She was free! She rode the feeling of achievement for a few blocks as she replayed the scene in her mind, feeling smugger by the minute. As she turned down a side street towards her neighborhood, however, her mood dimmed considerably. It always did when she got close to her apartment. The streets went from being wide, clean, and populated with modern apartments to being narrow, dark, and littered with discarded beer bottles. All the houses close to her apartment were rentals, mostly filled with drifters who didn't care if the paint was peeling or if their unleashed dogs got into the trash. 
She wished she could find somewhere better, but at 23, newly graduated with an English degree and without much consistent experience, her earning prospects were dim. She sighed in surrender. Her good mood was gone. The spectral doubts pounced in its absence and solidified into big pressing questions. What was she going to do now? How was she going to pay her bills? To make matters worse, as she turned down her street, she was subjected to what she liked to call the gauntlet. Worthless, jobless, and often shirtless men with nothing better to do than to sit on their tiny front stoops and groups. As she passed them, they called out things like, Hey girl, why don't you come over here? Or, Where you going, honey? As always, she pretended she couldn't hear them and walked right on without acknowledging them. She had learned early on that they loved it if they got a reaction out of her, even if that reaction was a rude hand gesture.